Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet, and today I have one of my very best friends in the whole wide world, a returning guest to the show. You know her, you love her, Miss Ellie. Welcome, my dear. How are you? Thank you. I'm so good. How are you? Fabulous, fabulous, darling. I'm excited about our show today. Me too. I remember we were just chatting via text and we're talking about guests and stuff. And uh, I was like, I'll come back on your show. I love chatting (laughs) with you. (laughs) We could literally do a show together every day and it would be awesome. (laughs) I know. It'd always be something different too. Exactly. So uh, for the listeners today, we're going to do something uh, we haven't covered before. And it is about sound and frequency healing. Uh, very important health topic that nobody seems to cover very often. So, Miss Ellie, I'm going to let you lead us off today. Yeah, so uh, there was a current day thing that kind of led me to this, but sound healing has been used for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people talk about the giant cathedrals and the organs in the cathedrals and the Tibetan singing bowls. And you, you know, you hear the, um, it's like the memory of water by Emoto and you can see, you know, the fractal patterns mm-hmm. and, you know, the 432 versus the 440 Hertz and the binaural beats and all of these things we know about and we hear about, but we kind of dismiss or, oh, that can't be real. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it's all those things because the doctors and everyone else, oh, you know, that doesn't work, right? Right. Take a pill. It'll work better. Yeah, right? <laughs> take a pill. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Oh, you have side effects here? Here's another pill. Take some. Take a handful of pills. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, but I don't know if you ever listened to like a, a singing bowl or had been to like a sound meditation you can almost get into like a trance with those things, mm-hmm. you know, just have someone, you know, the, the gong around the bowl and, you know, each one, you know, some are higher pitched, some are lower pitched. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like if you listen to like an upbeat song, you get happy and energized versus, you know, more calming lullaby, you know, you get relaxed. I mean, that's in a very basic sense, sound healing too. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, um, being that it's been used for such a long time, you know, and, and people that talk about uh, the cathedrals or cathodes yep. um, and things like that and, you know, healing waters that have sound frequency going through them. And on that particular note, just in current day uh, medicine, they do the same thing to break up kidney stones. They shoot sound waves through water. To bust up kidney stones. And so this has been around for a very long time. It's uh, really famous in like Ayurvedic medicine and stuff like that. And, you know, they used flutes or uh, chanting, all different kinds of of things uh, music wise to heal the body. And since we've talked about before how the body stores um, negative energy or uh, anxiety, depression, things like that at a cellular level with the different frequencies that are out there, they are very healing and they're very targeted to specific areas of the body that align with your chakras. Yeah. And I mean, even, you know, we've all heard the, um, 
you know, when you go to meditate and things like that. And they even say like if you make that sound, you know, if you have to get an IV or something like that, it'll actually decrease the pain as you're getting the IV. Mm-hmm. And it works. Right. It does. Like it's, it's those little things. But, you know, whether – I don't think it's placebo, but, you know, a lot of Western medicine will probably say it is placebo. Well, that's because they want to loop you into that continual medical cycle, right? Where they can constantly keep you well enough that you don't die, but sick enough that you keep coming back. So let's talk a little bit about um, like the chakras and how important it is to have those realigned and how the frequency helps with that. Yeah. So, I mean, you have seven main chakras. Um, A lot of people say, you know, you have a bunch in between and depending upon who you talk to, there's hundreds. Um, But the seven main ones, you know, you imagine that rainbow color. You have your crown chakra uh, that's kind of above your head. You have your third eye that's in the middle of your forehead. You have your throat chakra. You have your heart chakra. You have your solar plexus. Mm-hmm. Your sacral and then your root. I always get the sacral and the solar plexus. I just like literally touch my body as I'm going down. I touch myself. Exactly. <laughs> I just want you to love me, Ellie. <laughs> I do. I do. I love you so much. Um, but yeah, and so, you know, the crown people associate that with purple and, you know, your connection to the divine or, mm-hmm. uh, consciousness or God or whatever term you want to use. Your third eye, some people refer to that as like your intuition. Um, Some people view it as, you know, being able to see to the other side or things like Mm -hmm. that. Uh, Throat chakra is pretty self-explanatory. Heart chakra is pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. Solar plexus, it's like right below your rib cage. Mm -hmm. Kind of like if you get heartburn, that's what your solar plexus is. (laughs) And I think there's a lot of people that could really use healing in that area. Yeah, it, it, it might be telling you something there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I mean, your chakras in each one of them, I don't know the tones off the top of my head, but they correspond to a certain mm-hmm. tone. And a lot of those tones actually follow the Fibonacci sequence too. Right. And you know, um, I actually do know do uh, know what those frequencies are. So with your crown chakra, and that is so important because think of, um, the virus that's <clears throat> going around, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and how wait, it is the corona. one that's like the animal or the one that <laughs> like, wait, wait, which one are we talking about right which, now? Wait, wait, which virus is it today? Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. The, uh, you know, the corona, that means crown. And so what does it affect mostly? It affects memory. You're seeing a lot of people that have memory impairment and things. So this show is very special, I think, for a lot of people that are listening because these things can actually help you to heal yourself. So associated with the crown chakra is the 963 hertz. That is like if you feel a disconnect, okay, this this chakra is your mind, body, and soul. So you ever heard the saying, you got to get your mind right first? Okay, yep. so, so this one is super important for people who um, are having brain fog, memory impairment, um, 
kind of like that dazed and confused feeling yeah, whether you spacey. whether you were smoking a bowl or not you know <laughs> this could help you too so this is your um chance to use the 963 hertz to get back in tune basically and put your mind body and soul all on the same page uh so you don't feel that disconnect anymore and that you know haziness and stuff um, the next one is the 852 hertz. That's your third eye. Um, this is your your spiritual and your physical communication. And so not only is it your um, connection with God or source or, or whatever people want to call it, but this is your ability to communicate with other people as well and how you um perceive conversation, how you make conversation. And so um, the more enlightened you are, the more awake your third eye is, the more important this is. And um, we've mentioned it on a show, like when you and Shannon and I were all together before. But if you think about like, they redid the thermometer and where does that laser point? Right at your third eye. Um, so the fluoride calcification, um, the lasers pointed at your, you know, at your third eye, all of that stuff could cause you to have issues. So that's a, you know, 852 is a good thing to open up your third eye and make you more in tune, I guess, with things that are going on. Yeah. Um, trust the gut is the next one. It's a 741 Hertz. This is your intuition. Um, this is the one where, uh, and I'll, I'll share a little story. This happened to me today, which was quite frightening and I'm still trying to calm down from it. Oh no. We had, um, he was at work today and so I was here by myself, had two foreigners show up wanting to replace our carpet. And I'm like, you got the wrong house. We didn't order any carpet. Yep. And they kept trying to get in the house. And I am I went out the door and I'm standing between them and, and the door like, no, you can't come in. They yeah. don't speak English very well. Hardly understand each other and what they're saying and, and whatever. And they keep telling me, well, no, we have a work order. We're going to do your carpet. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're not coming in my house. Yeah. And they stood outside and made me stand outside for a very long time. And I'll, my body's going, okay, nope, mm -mm, something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. My blood pressure starts raising and I'm getting that feeling that something is creeping me the hell out. Yep. And after about 15, 20 minutes, they walk away. So I think they're leaving. Come back in the house, lock the door again, start you know, doing my stuff because I was getting ready to leave the house. I'm yeah. like fiddling around in the kitchen and stuff. So about five, ten minutes later, they show up at the door again, demanding to come inside. And I'm like, no, you're not. No. And I called the, you know, um, real estate person and I'm like, do you guys know anything about this? Because we, we didn't order it and our yeah. whole house is wood, whatever. They wouldn't leave, wouldn't leave, wouldn't leave. And finally, after another 15, 20 minutes, I think they're gone. I look out my kitchen window and their truck is still in the driveway. What? 
but they're not in the vehicle. Oh, neither shit. one of them. And mind you, we live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, right? I was like, you you don't live in the suburbs. You live and kind I, of in, yeah. yeah, we we live out in the woods. Um, so I called my husband and I'm like, okay, and he knows whenever I have one of those feelings, something is getting ready to yeah. happen, and I was like, I feel like my skin is crawling. I'm like, so I don't have a good feeling. Something bad is up. Yeah. Uh, that truck was in the driveway for like another 45 minutes. No people in it. Don't know where they were. Don't know if they were walking around casing the joint, whatever. He's like, I'm leaving. I'm coming home from work. Um, finally I look out the window and the truck is gone. So I was like, okay, whew. my heart's like going a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to leave. So I get in my truck to leave and here comes the truck past the house. And I'm getting this look like, I can't even describe the look, but it was like one of those, like how a serial killer look, yeah, looked prey. at their victim. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like the, all the hair on the back of my neck stood up and I'm like, Okay, nope, got to go. And so I left, went to a completely different city. And thank God, by the time I got home, my husband was here. But I have been so uncomfortable like all day long because I'm like, okay, so that's a trust your gut thing. I've had that Wait, before. I have to ask, why didn't you call the police? <clears throat> um, Our cell phone service here is very spotty. Oh, shit. <laughs> And so I was able to get a hold of my husband once um, and not again until I left the house. And so I was like, you know, um, I mean, we may or may not have uh, things that sunk to the bottom of the lake or didn't in a boating accident, yep, if yep. you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. And so uh, I was fully, re fully prepared. Understood. That makes yeah. more sense. Yeah. Fully prepared to do that. But I was like... And he knows because we've had that issue before where yeah. um, we were somewhere downtown and I was like, um, we got to go. I'm like, I, something really bad is getting ready to happen. And he was mm -hmm. like, I trust you. So we walked to the parking garage and, and got in our vehicle. And then we find out that there was like a shooting. That's wild. Yeah. So, yeah. I had something similar i uh, we have a ring camera and i have a dog and i hear someone knock at our door and my dog starts going bananas and she's not the type of dog that just barks randomly mm -hmm. okay she's very specific when she barks and there's a guy in a brand new truck like brand spanking new like came out of the car wash you know brand spanking mm -hmm. new truck um saying he's a plumber and i was like we I, we don't need a plumber. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm home alone with the dog. Right. And he's like, oh, no, you did. And I'm talking to him on the ring camera, you know. And he's like, yeah, you, you call the plumber. Uh, he has no idea on. He's not telling me where he's from. Mm -hmm. He, it's He's not in a work truck. Okay. I, I've seen plumbers, electricians, contractors. Same. Their trucks are not immaculate. They're the right. opposite of that. Right. And it's like this immaculate truck. And he's an older guy but and it just so many things were not adding up and i was like i'm not letting you in my house and he keeps pounding on the door and he's like yeah you gotta let me in i was like no no i don't 
Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. And uh, he goes back to the truck. He goes, oh, I think I, I, I must have got the wrong house. I said, okay, bye. But then he just stands there and, and is like looking. Mm-hmm. Because we have like a mud room, but both the front door and the kitchen door are glass. Basically, you can see through them. Mm-hmm. And he's just staring like into my kitchen and like staring at the dog who's going bananas at the door. And he can't see me, um, but he's just standing there. I can see him on the ring. And then he just gets in his truck and drives away. And I call my husband and I'm like, uh, like, what do I do? And I had to leave like – it was it, a lot of similarities here. I had to leave like an hour later. Mm-hmm. And tip, a plumber isn't a typical quick call, right? And if he got the wrong house, because he's like, oh, it, it was your next door neighbor. Okay. So I purposely drive around the block. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a neighbor, right? Trying to find this man's truck. Not there. Wasn't there. Wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So like you said, I had that intuition. I'm not opening this door. Uh wouldn't even open the window and talk to him through the window. Like it was that same sense of something is yeah. so not right here. And it was it was so weird because it's like this feeling of just absolute dread came over me. Yeah. And that has not happened very often in my life. Yeah. But that's why like it's so, 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 so important. Uh, to be in tune with that intuition. And a lot of people don't have that. Um, and so, you know, to me, that's like one of the most important things you can have because it'll literally save your life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've been, you know, driving by myself, you know, cross country or across a few states and obviously you have to stop and use the bathroom at some point. Mm-hmm. And um, especially when I was younger and in college, like I'd call my mom and like let them know, hey, I'm at this rest stop and things like that just because the world's a crazy place Mm -hmm. and I'm a petite female who's disabled. Like I understand that I'm a target. So, right. Uh, and I remember I got out, I, you know, stopped the car. I got out, I started walking and I got this sense of like, do not go into that building. Mm -hmm. And I called my mom right away and I was like, I'm at this rest area. I'm getting back in my car. I don't have a good feeling. She's like, all right. She's like, you're going to stay on the phone with me until you're in the car. And you know, Mm -hmm. And I would rather – it's that, you know, I'd rather be safe than sorry. I'd rather sound right. crazy and make that phone call or be uber prepared than have something happen. Yeah. And I think there's a, a huge disconnect with that with a lot of people where they don't listen to their gut. And, and it's not just about, like, bad things that can happen. It's about people or, yeah. you know, situations or, you know, literally anything, like – you know, you get that sense, like when you're you're in touch, you get that sense like about yeah. people or, you know, things you should stay away from or things you shouldn't do. And, and so don't ignore it because you're afraid to hurt someone's feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Never be afraid to hurt someone's feelings if you get that feeling. <laughs> right. It's crazy. So um, Anyway, the next one is the 528 hertz, and that is what they call the miracle frequency. Um, It has a lot to do with love and uh, stress reduction, anxiety reduction, um, and just overall like major healing comes from that. And that's, of course, in your heart chakra. (laughs) Yep. 
Um, and so that is, that's a super important one. Um, another one which helps with people that have, uh, traumas and things like stored at a cellular level, um, is 417. That is, um, your sacral chakra, but that is for positive thoughts. Um, and so turning that negative energy back into positive stuff and getting rid of anything that is stored, um, in that particular area. And a lot of that is, um, PTSD trauma, sexual assault trauma, um, things of that nature tend to, to settle down into the sacral chakra. So that's a good thing to get out. Um, the next one is the 396. 396 is um, good for people that uh, have guilty feelings a lot. Um, and that's turning that feeling of guilt over uh, whatever situation into joyful situations, which I think is, you know, super important for a lot of people. And so even a mix of these frequencies, like any of that stuff hits home with you, you probably need a mix of all of those things to heal your body. Yeah. And as you were uh, listing these, uh, I realized what the name of them were. And they were called the sol- solfeggio frequencies, S-O-L-F-E-G-G-I-O. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's two more. There's 285 mm-hmm. that's supposed to like help energy and 174 that they say uh, reduces pain and alleviates stress. Mm-hmm. So if that's um, – like Janet said, if that's something that you're interested in, look up solfeggio frequencies. There's playlists mm-hmm. you can like fall asleep to and things like that. So right, and um, I have a really good friend that did an album um, of the solfeggio scale um, and frequencies, and his name is Conspiracy Music Guru. He's been on the show before. It's been quite a while ago, um, but the album is actually so beautiful list to listen to and it made me like almost like a lump <laughs> lump of jello yeah. listening to it um and it's funny because my favorite song on that album is called heart and it it just i don't know like it it really did something to me it, it touched me in a, a very deep uh way so i must have needed that at the time i'm gonna have to look that up Yep. Have you ever heard of a Rife machine? A what? A Rife machine, R-I-F-E. No, what is that? Okay, so when I was – I had heard about this a while ago, and it was this guy who back in uh, – Dr. Royal Raymond Rife, he was an American scientist um, – And it was basically this machine he developed that had specific frequencies in when he developed it to target cancer cells Mm -hmm. using sound. Right. And so he would put people in these rife machines and they he, you know, he put them in for a short period of time and then they he was claiming to cure people of cancer. And he said that everything has a frequency, which Mm -hmm. I agree with that statement. Everything has a frequency. Hundred percent. Toxins, cancers, uh, positive emotions, negative emotions, um, Mm -hmm. everything has a frequency. Right. And so he was doing this and claiming to cure people. And of course, the American Medical Association came in and said, You can't do that. Mm, Shocker. Shocking all. 
right? Um, and he, the American Medical Association decided not to publish any papers that supported his technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, they suppressed the Rife machine. Of course. Which at that point in time, uh, was it was like the 1930s-ish, 1940s. Mm-hmm. Um, the United States Court of Appeals judged the American Medical Association to be guilty of stifling emerging medical advances in favor of pharmaceutical corporations in the year 1942. Mm. Fun fact. Mm. So, fun fact, pharma's been doing this for a long, long time. <laughs> exactly. Ever since uh, the Rockefeller family took over shit. Yeah, yeah, you know. Cough, cough, wink, wink. And, uh, but yeah, these Rife machines were low frequency electromagnetic waves. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure people have seen the like TikTok videos and YouTube videos where people put like sand on like a plate and then they put music, the right? Cinematics. And then it makes, yeah, the cymatics and it makes mm-hmm. all the different shapes and things like that. So that's really similar to what Rife was doing. People have, um, the 1980s kind of picked up on his work mm-hmm. and, you know, developed certain things, but it was based on those Tibetan singing bowls. It was based on the sulfide frequencies. It was based on, you know, if, and I'm going to make something up here, if cancer cells are a two hertz and the healthy body's at a 12, you know, mm-hmm. cancel out the cancer and, you know, bring your body back up to healthy. Right. So um, I found that super interesting. And he, I'm pretty sure he ended up dying. Um, was it a, a suicide? Very, <laughs> it was probably one of those like two gunshots to the head suicide type exactly. deals, to the back to of the head. Yeah, yeah, to the back of the head type deal happens um, a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it that, that I feel like is a whole conspiracy in and of itself, like the Rife machine and things like that. Right, and you know they have done that for so long because, um, and I had talked about this before. A doctor that that's in Texas, Doctor Berzinski, yeah. um, that you know, uses the, your own, um, things that you produce in your body to heal cancer. And they raided him, took his stuff, tried to take his medical license, uh, FDA like 17 different times, stole his research, you know, tried to make stuff their own and whatever. So this has gone on literally since the beginning of the time, but you know, we talk about all the time how, like, uh, your brothers, your body is energy. You run on an electrical current system, yep. especially your heart. Yep. And so, if you think about using sound um, as a means of healing, that is actually the thing that you should do way before you start you know, taking big pharma drugs and stuff like that. Try the frequencies, try to put your back or your body back in, you know, homeostatic balance and, and get that, you know, genuine feeling of relaxation, calm, you know, and get your system working right before you try to do other things. I mean, I think it's important. No, absolutely. And even ultrasounds, people know what ultrasounds are. Those are mm-hmm. still, it's a type of frequency. Right. And frequencies are used all the time in Western medicine, but only mm-hmm. when they agree with them is Deem the best it. way. 
deem it fit. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it just boggles my mind. I remember um, in one of my arm surgeries and one other time, my bone actually stopped healing together. So they sent me home with a bone stimulator, which was basically mm-hmm. sending ultrasonic sound waves. Oh, I've got one too. My mm-hmm. body to try and promote bone growth. And that mm-hmm. was given to me by a Western medicine doctor. Mm-hmm. So clearly there's something to it, but it's right. only when they approve it, which I right. find not surprising at this point, to be honest with you. Right. <laughs> and and for people that um, maybe don't understand like the ultrasound uh, technology, the reason why it works so well is because your body is made up of mostly water. Yep. And so what happens when sound hits water? It resonates, right? Yep. Um, and so you have like an echo effect that rolls through your system. And so um, if you're targeting your body, uh, especially with the Salfagio scale for, you know, healing of certain areas or whatever, it's going to resonate and imprint in your body. Um, and these are things that you can do repeatedly. Um, you can do them for a short burst of time. You can do them for a long burst of time, but the energy from that is going to help you heal because it's going to imprint in your body and stay there in a healthy manner. Agreed. And one thing I love about this is a lot of things nowadays can have side effects. Mm -hmm. What? And the honest question, because I can't think of any and I haven't found any, what possible negative side effect can you have from listening to like a sulfagio frequency or a Tibetan singing bowl or anything like that? Yeah, from from that, nothing. But if you're listening um, to music, you know, on the on the current scale, um, that is a whole nother animal of itself because that frequency is not healthy to the human body. And so, um, especially, and don't take this, anybody that's listening that is a heavy metal fan, no offense to you. Um, I'm using that as an example because I like metal music too. Um, but because of the tuning that they have now and and what's considered the standing t- standard tuning. Of um, the instruments, right? Right. That frequency alone um puts negative energy into your body. Um, it raises your heart rate. Um, it causes, you know, disruption of your electrical system. And so you have uh, depressive thought, anxious thoughts, um, you know, all, all that kind of stuff where your body's kind of like vibrating at a completely different level. Uh, so that is not a good thing to listen to on a regular basis in, in, standard tuning as of what it is now yeah and that's 440 versus the 432 yeah um 432 and there is a huge difference you can actually go and watch videos on youtube and stuff that that talk about like the um cymatics and and whatnot with the differences in the tuning but as far as the selfagio scale uh, all of those properties are healing yeah and you know, you look at some of these, especially Catholic churches, and they're just so ornate in the way that the mm-hmm. music resonates in there or, you know, and it right. echoes differently. Right. And the, the organs and the pipes on some of those organs are just 
they're phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And it makes you wonder because, you know, they used to say, you know, go to the church for healing. Well, Mm -hmm. I feel like nowadays that's been taken out of context a lot of ways. Yeah. Right. But you used to go to the church, the physical building that had the organ and like you said, the cathodes Mm -hmm. and things like that for Mm -hmm. healing, for sound healing. Right. Tibetan monks use sound healing. I mean, how healing is it to go sit by a waterfall or the ocean? Exactly. And that's, I'm glad you brought that up because that is literally one of my favorite things is going, you know, anywhere on vacation that's near a beach. And you can leave the sliding glass door open and just listen to that. And that's why, um, one of my favorite things to do, everybody knows I love to sit outside all the time and it's to listen to, you know, the trees, um, the crickets chirping, the tree frogs, you know, whatever it is, it's that natural harmonious sound instead of, you know, being inside, listening to the TV, playing music, things like that. It's actually giving me healing to be outside. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> so I saw this thing, and we're going to take a quick side tangent here mm-hmm. about how I, I saw it on Instagram of how the outside doesn't seem like outside anymore. How, like, when it rains, you don't have that smell from the bacteria in the soil, and right. um, how some were saying the sun seemed different and like the mm-hmm. noises were different. Right. How do you feel about all of that? Um, being in this, if you were in the city, I would completely agree with that. Um, being out in the country, it's a lot different because you do get, uh, you know, like we get tons of birds and tons of frogs and you know, all kinds of other things like snakes and shit that I don't like. <laughs> I don't like them either. Oh, I'll send you a picture later. No, thanks. <clears throat> of my latest friend. Yeah. And so being out here, like we have all of that, you know, we have the hummingbirds, we have hundreds of different species of birds out here um, and, and stuff like that. But I know when we did live in the city, it was completely different because a lot of it is um, either waste from, you know, factories or, or whatever, it makes the clouds different. It makes the atmosphere different. You don't get that like fresh rain smell. It's yeah. just different out here. So maybe everyone should move to the country. No, because then, then you'll lose your peace and quiet. But I, I agree <laughs> with what you're saying because I live kind of in like the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And it's very different. I recently went to a family reunion up in the Upper Peninsula in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was basically in the 24- UP. In the UP, I was a Uber UP. for a bit, <laughs> and uh, it was like 24 miles of trees to get to the property, a mm-hmm. um, couple like random little towns, mm-hmm. but there was no cell service. Right. There was – like people have a hard time comprehending there was no cell service. Right. The closest town with any type of medical whatever was like 25 minutes away. Right. Um. It, like literally I was in the middle of nowhere and it was mm-hmm. phenomenal and right. you know, but it felt different up there. It yes. felt, you know, and I looked at my stepdaughter and I said, look, and I have, and we were on a lake and I had her look out and I, 
you know, had her, took her to the road and I had her look around. And I said, what do you see? She goes, trees and, you know, all the stuff in nature. And I said, what don't you see? And she looked at me very puzzled. I said, there's no phone towers. There's no electrical wires. There's no, and she's like, oh, like she, it it was like her mind was blown. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, they can't go anywhere unless it's like a state park, basically a forest to not see that. Up there, it's just normal. Yeah. And the UP is such a beautiful, beautiful area. Um, My ex-husband was actually from Michigan. And so we spent a lot of time in the, in the UP. UP, Where's it at? Up here? Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up here (laughs) and that was there. Like... And for those who can't see, I'm pulling out my hand because those are from Michigan or go there frequently enough. Michigan looks like a mitten. And so we will frequently pull out our (laughs) hands to show you where we live. Yep. That's so funny. And, you know, it's crazy because uh, the reason why I always say yuppie is because um, people that are from the Upper Peninsula, that's kind of how they talk if they were like born and raised there. And they're called youpers. Yep. And so, um, and even if you live below the bridge, you're a troll. Yes. <laughs> even <laughs> being like, um, like here, you know, going out and seeing bands or whatnot, we ran into somebody one time that started talking, and I said, "You're from the UP, aren't you?" And he goes, "How'd you know?" <laughs> it's like this. Uh, Canadian plus German plus a little bit of French plus this Midwest accent all rolled into one, and it's great. <laughs> it is great, and you know, it's so it's so amazing though how um, like even that even like <clears throat> talking about frequencies and stuff even like the the tone and the sound of people's voices because. Um, I've had so many people that were like, your voice is so calming. Like when you mm-hmm. talk to me, it is so calming. And then you have other people that when you talk to them, they're like, must be in the 440 hertz zone or something. Yeah. Because that's when you're like, oh my God, my ears hurt from, you know, listening to you. Yeah, High pitched, screechy voice. Yeah. <laughs> so even, even like our, our tones and, um, the sounds we make, things like that are also very healing. It's like you mentioned at the very beginning, that ohm sound, Yep. you know, and it, and it puts your body, um, like in a, almost a transitative state where you can, you know, recenter and regroup and rethink about things. So I want to talk to you about something because I know you've had a very um, interesting experience with a sound device lately. So I want you to get into that uh, a little bit, what was going on with you and what your experience was with that. Yeah. So maybe three months ago, I was having like some gallbladder pain and uh, I was supposed to go to a meeting because I very big into essential oils. Uh, with some of the people in my group and I told them I was going to go and I'm the type of person if I tell you I'm going to do something come hell or high water I'm going to do it <laughs> I'm going to do it <laughs> I'm going to do it and like I messaged you know the woman I was like just so you know I was like I'm in a ton of pain uh, but I'll be there 
And she's like, oh, you don't have to come. I was like, no, I'm going to come. So I walk in and everyone looked at me and they're like, why are you here? You look like you're going to fall over and die. (laughs) I was like, thanks. I I appreciate it. I I must look fabulous. But they're, they're like, seriously, I'm like, like, you here? Time. Yeah, like, go home. I was like, no, I said I would be here. And they're like, you're crazy. All right, sit down. Like, and there was a woman there who had this thing called a Solex, a Solex, S-O-L-E-X. She's like, I don't normally carry this around, uh, but it, it'll send like some frequencies to you, like healing frequencies. And she's like, do you want to try it? And at this point, I'm like, can't hurt. I was like, sure. Like, you're like, I literally am dying. I just didn't want anybody to know that. Yeah, I was like, I'm in so much pain right now. Like, I can barely stand up straight to, like, walk to the bathroom. So if you want to try this, I don't even know how I drove here. Let's go for it. Exactly. Because I tried oils at this point. I tried homeopathics. I tried ice. Mm-hmm. Heat, like, the works. And nothing was touching this thing. Right. I was like, okay. So I want to make it very clear. I was completely sober when I had this experience. Completely no tobacco, no alcohol, no weed, no psychedelics, no pharmaceuticals, like sober, 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 sober. And so she like took my name, my birthday, took a picture. I want to know what the picture looks like. Uh, my email and made this little playlist thing. She's like, I'm just going to set it down. She goes, you're not going to be able to hear it because um, there's like 12 other people in the room, but it's set to you. And at this point, I'm, like, not asking how anything is working. I'm just, like, sure. And I'm, like, laying back in this chair, and I look absolutely awful. So it's on for, like, two and a half, three minutes. And all of a sudden, I start giggling like I'm high. <laughs> and they, they're in the middle of this meeting, and I'm back there going. <laughs> and they're like, Ellie, you all right? Yeah, I'm great. And <laughs> And you're like, no, I do not have a pocket vibrator. <laughs> yeah, I'm not- like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, I don't know what's happening. This shit's great. <laughs> and it only lasted like 20, 30 seconds. And then I stopped the giggling. And then a couple minutes later, I start doing it again. And they're like, what you doing? And I'm like, oh, no, this is great. <laughs> but I was only acting high or felt like I was high. For like these 20, 30 second bursts in like two to three minute cycles. Mm-hmm. So finally, the pain is down enough and now I'm getting curious. All right. I'm not acting. I have I can't see the phone. It's because it looks like a cell phone. Mm-hmm. It was sitting on a table. I couldn't see it. Um, wasn't a placebo effect because I had no idea what was happening. So I finally- So it, just, was, it was random emotion when you were laughing. It like wasn't. Well, I thought it was because I was – I felt like I was high. I know what it feels like when I'm on narcotics because I've had to take narcotics for my surgeries. And it felt exactly like that. And I was like, this is really weird. Like I've ne- I've only experienced this when I'm on narcotics. Mm-hmm. So I pick up the phone and I'm looking at the frequency list. And it was like health and healing, uh, acute pain – pain management and it was like a like a list of like seven different things gallstones and all this different stuff and so I was like huh that's interesting and so then I set it down and when I start to get that giggly feeling again I pick it up and sure enough it's on like this specific one it was like pain free or something Mm -hmm. 
and it was only set to go for 30 seconds and then it would go to the next one. So I started having this aha moment of I'm having this sensation of pain-free without – I'm feeling like I'm high, I'm on narcotics, but I'm not – only when this specific tone is being played. So the woman goes, I've never seen anyone have this reaction like you are. So after like 20 minutes, she turns it off. And I was a little sad, to be honest with you. I was like <laughs> – I wasn't done yet. I was like, I wasn't done yet. Um, I'm almost there. It still hurts. Can we turn it back on? She's like, we're going to wait a little bit. (laughs) And um, I go home, tell my husband. I was like, I don't know what the frick this thing is. I was like, but I want one. Right. (laughs) This thing is great. So uh, I'm in partner. I'm in business with a friend. And... He's like – he already uses a system like a Solex. His is called the mm-hmm. BioTracker. Um, mm-hmm. But it's older. It's hard to update. It's hard to use. And so he had been looking for an alternative because for him, he was scanning people in their frequencies to see if they were deficient in minerals, if they um, had a specific disease, if they had a specific virus, bacteria. Um, right. Uh, kind of like – a frequency lab test. Instead of drawing mm-hmm. blood, he would scan you in your frequencies. Which the best would way be much it. more effective. Because it's looking at the cellular level. That's not to right. say blood tests don't have their merit, but frequencies can provide that snapshot right then and there. Well, and two, with with lab work, um, a lot of the tests are so nonspecific. Uh, like this test for inflammation in your body. Okay, well, where's the inflammation at? We don't know, but it's just testing for it. And so um, I think a lot of people, the frequency scan would be so much better, but I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second. Please. Um, Especially on uh, the word biotracker or this, you know, uh, data where you have to get somebody's name and date of birth. Yep. What are they doing with this information? I'm sure it makes a lot of people like super uncomfortable. Like here's another thing that the government's using to track us down to get yeah. our biometrics scanned into the system. Cause everybody knows, you know, talking about the uh, Covey pass and all of that stuff. That's one of the things they want to do is have all your biometrics. How well, do you I know, feel about that? So the BioTracker is his old system, and it doesn't have, like, your email. Um, he may put in your birth date, but, like, it's not connected to the internet or anything like that for his. Uh, the newer device, the Solex, is. Um, so I totally understand where you're coming from of, like, it's kind of like that 23andMe thing where, like, you send in right. your DNA, and right. where does it go? Mm-hmm. So for me, I am personally torn on that. Um but I also don't think this can – a scan for one of these, depending upon which one you do, comes out with so much data. Mm-hmm. I really don't think that they'd know what to do with all that data. Mm-hmm. Like you get 10 people and you're just going to be swamped with all these numbers and you're not – Right. And unless you're uh, like a, a really big uh, data analyst or quantum data researcher or whatever, you're not going to – know what the hell you're even looking at 
Right. And I think, like I said, it's important to realize, too, these frequency scans are a moment in time. Because mm-hmm. if you take the scan – if if you took a scan when you thought those guys were outside your house, right, certain things are going to read different. Oh, yeah. It would have been off the charts. if, you know, your husband is there and you guys are cuddling on the couch. Like, right. Certain things in your body are going to read different because your emotions affect mm-hmm. your body. Right. It, it, your blood pressure, for example, right? Right. That's a super easy one that everyone knows. So it can affect all these different things in your body. Right. Um, so my the, yeah, I was going to say, especially with my with my blood pressure, um, I know that my frequency at that time would have been off the charts. Oh yeah, because you're increasing your energy, and it's not. It wasn't a good energy by any means. Right. So that's that's one thing that definitely I know would have made a a huge difference. Because any normal day, um, I'm like a cute sloth. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's that's my demeanor all the time. Is you, the you, you're not a ninja thing. squirrel. <laughs> Sometimes I am a ninja squirrel. Sorry. Sorry, I was being sassy. <laughs> Don't piss me off. I'm really nice until that happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, I was just curious about that because I know like you had an amazing experience with that. So how did, how did your uh, like pain and stuff, how was it after that experience? So with the gallbladder, it, Honestly, it was like taking a Vicodin or something. Like that's the best way I can relate it. Um, I actually got my own device in the mail the day I had to get one of my back molars pulled. And so if anyone's ever had a tooth pulled, it's not a pleasant experience. Mm -mm. Um, You know, and I actually caved and took, you know, the 800 milligrams of Motrin because I was in that much pain. Um, But I was like, all right, so let's play and let's see if I can replicate what happened with the gallstones. And so I set it up and I would let it play. And I didn't have that giggly high, you know, feeling again, Mm -hmm. but it definitely, you know, if my pain was at an eight, it was taking it down to like a five, a four Mm -hmm. or five. Right. And so, but then I was like, okay, well this is placebo. So then I would turn it off and I would, you know, I'd go do other stuff and I'd, I'd be like, okay, my tooth's really hurting. We're going to turn it back on. Well, then I would forget that it was on, but my pain would still be going down. So I ran this kind of – wasn't a super uh, true It wasn't a scientific test. It wasn't a, like a purely scientific <laughs> test, right, because I was the one turning it on and off. I was the one evaluating my pain. But right. I was trying to run like this very mini loose experiment, you know, is this thing going to work? Um, and I feel like I do have to do the disclaimer here. Uh, the Solex is not a medical device and does not diagnose, treat, or cure any disease. Uh, so just in case the FDA decides to get a little exactly, pants, um, I'm just talking I, about a personal I bought from here. the FDA. <laughs> yeah. We're, I'm talking about a personal experience here. So no one can get mad. Um, but, you know, my husband got stressed out and so he created this playlist of just sounds to 
try and decrease stress and, you know, mm-hmm. like induce sleep. Kind of like the sulfagio right. frequencies. Right. But what's cool about this is it can scan you using your voice because if you're scared, your voice is going to have one type of vibration mm-hmm. versus if you're happy, right? Right. Um, and then it can also do just like your frequency scans and some of it, there's a lot of information there. And so learning what all of this is has been uh, challenging, but there are Mm -hmm. programs on there that like the everyday person could totally use every day. Um, And I found it really helpful. Is it this magical miracle thing? No, Mm -hmm. but I have found a lot of benefit from it. But you know, um, that being said, that's the same with any anything because um, no two people are alike. No yep. two people respond to the same stuff. And even with um, like essential oils. Yep. <laughs> and they have certain frequencies and stuff. And what helps you m- may not be helpful to me. And that's the same with medications or you know, literally any kind of treatment that you could possibly have. Everything is very specific to you because you are your own unique entity. Now, let me clarify this for people. Now, talking about the the scientific study and whatnot, you were a researcher, were you not? Yes. So, you have the capability to run these tests on yourself to know whether, you know, it's like your mind playing tricks or whether, you know, it's really working for you. So overall experience, would you say, yes, it was very helpful? I would or say no, yes. it wasn't. I would say yes, is extremely helpful. I actually, um, I got this and I was like, I tried to make it so I didn't have a good experience basically. Like mm-hmm. I was trying to set things up to be like, okay, you know, that was a one-time fluke that I got super giggly and that's never going to happen again. Like I was trying to prove it wrong right. or, you know, that it didn't work or things like that. Um, and I couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, but to to your point, everyone is different. You know, I can't guarantee anything. Just like some people love the smell of lavender when they go this go to sleep and others absolutely hate it. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone is so different. Right. And, you know, what I like about this is I can do an in-person scan. I can do a remote scan on people. Um, you can get your own and you can play with it and you can have it in your house. Uh, they have ones that are literally the size of a cell phone. Mm-hmm. They have ones that are like the size of a it's a tablet. It's like an iPad or whatever. Um, they have combo packs and things like that. Um, if you go to campsite.bio slash one thumb L, that first link in there will take you and you can go and look at everything. I'm happy to answer any questions. Uh, but I found it really helpful. And so has my husband to the point that like he took it and was playing with it for like a whole day. And I was like, my tooth hurts. Can I please have it back? (laughs) He's like, sorry. He has to learn to play nice and share. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, but my tooth hurts and I want it right now. So it's mine. (laughs) You should, you should do a remote scan on me to see what it comes up with. Oh, I totally would. I did one on um, Jen from legit bat Mm -hmm. because 
you know, I have only gotten my own. I've only had it for like two weeks and doing it remote, you know, trying to work out the kinks and things like that. And she's like, I'll pay you. And I was like, I don't want you to pay me. I was like, help me work out the kinks, you know, and all the things like that. And, you know, that's how you can pay me is you're going to be graceful with me as I work things out. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I can absolutely do it on you. You should do it right now. Can I send you the message in the chat? Yeah. I would have to. So there's two ways to do it. Okay. Um, You can do a voice scan where you say, I am, and you say your full name, and then you talk randomly for 10 seconds about anything, (laughs) anything. (laughs) And it measures the three frequencies that are – well, it measures 12. Um, But it will tell you the top three frequencies that are there and most present. And those are the things that you know about and you're actively working on. Mm -hmm. And then it will be this lowest frequency. And those are the feelings that you tend to suppress and things like that. And every single person I've done this on, including myself, you you read that lowest frequency and you're like, oh, damn, that's true. I'm pretty sure I already know what mine would be. (laughs) And then there's one where you basically call me and you – have you ever seen the bone conducting headphones where the the headphones don't go over your ear, but they sit like right on your occipital bone, like your Mm -hmm. jawbone? And maybe – no, your occipital bone's back here. What is this? What bone is this? That's your um, maxilla. Your, like your cheekbone. Yeah. Your, your cheekbone, basically. Yeah. Um, because as you speak and things like that, th- that resonates. If you put your hands up there, you can feel the vibration of your voice, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the other way people do a scan is they hold it up as I'm running the program. Mm-hmm. And then it measures and then it gives this giant report. And those giant reports I recommend, that's when you go – talk to someone who knows what they're looking at because it can be a lot of information and a little, uh, little intimidating. (laughs) You're not a data scientist. I, I've learned to read them and what, but some of them, honestly, they use like lab terms sometimes or they use a bone name or a muscle name or things like Mm -hmm. that. And the average person I would, probably safely say doesn't know a lot of those. Mm. And so I feel like you could see that and look at it and go, oh, this is really high or whatever, or this is really low. But it's really important to remember that's a snapshot in time. Right. It's And that could change at any given moment or time of the day. Right. And so Mm -hmm. what I recommend is if you get this a scan – and something is high or low, don't freak out about it once. Mm-hmm. Get a couple of them, whether right. you're working with somebody or you have this device on your own, get a few of them. And if it consistently stays high or consistently stays low, and you're also having other symptoms and you're worried about it, then, you know, maybe go talk to a doctor or, you know, use a supplement or an oil or something like that. But just right. as you see something once, don't, it's not like a blood work where if you see something high, it's, definitive. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I know, um, like for me, 
if I were to have a scan done. Um, mine would be um, the one thing that I am having trouble letting go of is the severed relationship connection with my mom. Um, and, and not so much her not being in the picture, but Mm -hmm. having that, um, I guess like the, the guilt feeling like I'm supposed to be doing something, even though I have made many, many, many attempts to, uh, repair the situation, uh, but kind of like forgiving her for being so, 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 so hateful. Yeah. Yeah. If you want me to run the voice scan, that would probably be the easiest one to run real fast. Mm-hmm. In the chat, because mm-hmm. I don't think you want this on the thing, send mm-hmm. me – I know your full name. Mm-hmm. I need your email address so I can send you a copy. Mm-hmm. And then I need your height, your weight, and your birthday. Um, mm-hmm. This is going to be interesting. Uh and then I'm going to pull a picture off your Instagram if that's okay. Yeah. Your birthday means something to me, not the year, but that day and I don't know why. Like couldn't couldn't tell you right now. Maybe that's the day that we were connected and we didn't even know it. Maybe. Because we are very uh very in tune with each other, I would say. I would agree with that. We uh I feel like we'll randomly message each other just as the other person yep. needs it. Yep, that's very true. And that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. So you just let me know when you're ready or are you already doing it? I'm just, I have to grab a picture of you real fast. Okay. And then uh, what you're going to do is you're going to say, I am in your full name, and you're just going to talk for 10 seconds. Okay. And, uh, to get the – some people suggest – because, right, everything, it's not a quote-unquote exact science, not even that mm-hmm. science Science is exact science either. Let's be honest here for a second. That's very true. <laughs> Let's be honest here for a second, right? It depends on who's funding your science. Nobody's exactly. funding us right now. No, nobody Just, is funding disclaimer. us. Disclaimer. Yep. <laughs> um, but for 10 seconds, think of something that makes you angry. For 10 seconds, think of something that makes you happy. For 10 seconds, have your mind blank and then say, I am your name. And, you know, I'm sitting in the recording. Just not – don't talk about the things you just thought about, though. That's the only rule. So you can sing. You can say Bible verses. You can, like, literally you don't want me singing. (laughs) (laughs) Yipes. Everybody would click out the show really quick. I only sing to myself and to my cats. So there you go. I sing to my cats too. Yeah. Well, cat. I have a cat single. Um, I'm emailing myself a picture of you right now. Okay. So, but it's going to be super interesting to see what the reports say if it matches what you think it will. Okay. Because if you think, I feel like if you're aware of it, mm-hmm. it's going to be different than. Maybe. I don't know. We shall see. This is going to be interesting, though. That's why I'm like, we got to do this on the show because this is going to be cool. While I'm doing this, though, do we need to worry about the creepy 
carpet men. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> My husband is here now, and uh, oh, he okay. will take care of any uh, pew-pews that are needed. <laughs> okay, are we ready? Almost. Or not I'm yet? Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I just wanted to not make sure that the problem. creepy carpet men were not going to. So let me ask you a question. When you sing to your animals, yep. Um, is there something specific that you sing to them? Because like me, I make up songs for each one of them. It's not Like they have their own little songs. It's not like a specific song that I sing on a regular basis. It's more of like sometimes I will sing what I am doing. Like, as I'm feeding them, I tell them that I'm feeding them in a very sing-songy way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. I understand that because uh, every morning, uh, let's, the first thing I do when I get out of bed in the morning is have to feed the animals. And so I always tell them it's time uh, for Mew Mew Kitty Breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we have a routine that goes along with that. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to unplug my headphones for a second so you'll play through my computer speakers. Okay. All right. Can I, can I still hear you? Hello, hello. All right. So for 10 seconds, uh, like I said, think of something that makes you sad. For 10 seconds, think of something that makes you happy. For 10 seconds, be neutral, and then let me know when you're ready. Okay. I'm ready to start. Okay, I'm going to do it now. All right, you ready? Yep. And so for those who are on the Roku TV and they subscribe because they're the only ones who can see this video, this is what the screen looks like right now before I start. And it's literally the size of a phone. So I'm going to – it'll, you know, give me a countdown of like three, two, one, and then I'll point at you. Um, And I am – state your full name and ramble. Okay. All right, ready? Yep. I am Janet Fox. Oh, it's such a pretty day outside today. I love my cats. I love my husband. Things are wonderful. I love my friends too. That's Always it. Amazing. That's like I do. <laughs> so now I'm going to plug my headphones back in because I can hear you a little better that way. All right. I'm and excited about this. So. It just looks like a little scanner running up and down. Right now it says note F. uh, And she's going through all the different things. Nice. And this takes anywhere from 45 seconds to two minutes, depending upon the person. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm going to email you, as soon as it's done, a report. But I'll give the rough overview because I because I don't know what you want me to say and what you don't want me to say. It's <laughs> medical information, but it's They're not gonna be like you're fucked up. <laughs> no, I'm not. So it's already done. Awesome. So it looks like this. There's like a colored bar graph. Nice. So I can't see what it says though. So it says um, the top three frequencies that it picked up on were G. I'm not a music person. What's the pound sign mean? A sharp, right? I have no idea. 
Okay. I'm not a music it's, person either. I think it's G, F sharp, and A, and the lowest frequency is B. So I'm going to email you the reports. And what's really cool is this is called the inner voice scan, and it will actually, uh, in the format, give you supporting harmonics. Oh, so wow, if you're fast. so if you're low on something. It's going to give you the supportive audio file to listen to to bring that up into balance. Because just like we had talked about, if something is low, you want to basically cancel it out. You want everything to be in that homeostasis level. Well, that was weird. I got an email, but it's blank. Oh, it's probably just saying like a confirmation. Um, It's preparing page seven of seven right now. You'll you'll be getting one in about 30 seconds here. Yeah, I was going to say it didn't uh, – hold on. I'm going to have to put on my glasses. My spectacles. Your spectacles. Yeah, because it gave me a, a thing to go to, um, which I did. And then it said authorizing, and then there's – it's blank. Yeah, it was probably just confirming your email because when I created you as a client or patient – um, and I put your email in first, but you should have a new one now that call like the inner voice scan oh, and it should on. be a, oh, yep. Okay. Like a PDF. I think is how it comes. Uh, uh, this is going to be interesting. I'm excited to see this. Does Zencaster uh, screen share like zoom? Mm-mm. That's a bummer. Yeah. It's thinking. So bear with us, people, because this is going to be interesting to see. Sorry, that was loud. It's going to be interesting to see what it says. So one thing I like about this, too, is have you ever seen the people that have the like they wear the different colored glasses and they say the colors Mm -hmm. help you do different things, right? Right. Um, So in the inner voice scan, it'll also give you different colored glasses suggestions that you should wear based on the scan to help things so mm-hmm. it's not only using sound it's also using color which i thought was which is happy. a good it's an interesting thing because um we talked about that on on a show before because i had a guest one time that that sees colors okay and when they see colors like they're associated with certain things it's a very um not very many people have that capability or that trait Mm -hmm. it's still spinning it's not doing anything at the moment i I also be loading i also sent it to myself to see if it would go through so yeah it's like just sometimes on the phone because they so they all come off as pictures so can you click the one that says note G. I don't even have that yet. Oh, you don't? I think you just have bad Wi-Fi because. Yeah, we have plenty of service right now, but. Um, is it because you like you're broadcasting as well as. Probably. Yeah, I'm probably not going to be able to get it. Yeah, because I just got out and got tried to get back in and it's still spinning. So anyway, you can All just right. tell me, you can tell okay. me the deets. So I'll just give you brief overviews. So okay. 
it kind of looks like this. This one says fear versus confident. The supportive color is orange. And nice. so what this means is there's just an imbalance between the fear versus confidence level. It doesn't necessarily say which way you're leaning. It just says there's an imbalance between those two emotions, which makes sense given the creepy couch or the creepy carpet guys. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like that one makes total sense, yeah. right? And anybody that knows me on a regular day knows that I'm like extremely confident. So yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to attribute this to the creepy carpet guys who is mm -hmm. how I'm going to yeah. call them. Um, and it says a, a supportive note would be C sharp. A supportive color would be red and orange. Um, positive emotions are secure, confident, uh, sense of humor towards self, embraces responsibility in a balanced manner, which is I feel like this is what you typically are. Mm -hmm. But, you know, fearful when overwhelmed. Um yeah, and that, that is definitely fear. just Me. today because I usually right. am not about anything. Well, and I think it's a perfect example of something that pops up given the current situation and not your typical thing because I don't – I feel like this would not typically be you. Yeah. Um, you – it lists potentially iron, CoQ10, and B12 as having an imbalance. Um potentially a insufficient blood flow between your brain and spine, um, suggestions to help, you know, breathe cleaner air, uh, drink alcohol in moderation, do a liver flush, stay mm -hmm. hydrated. Like they're very doable things. Right. This inner voice scan is very simple. Right. The next one that pops up is there's an imbalance between angry versus accepting of change which kind of goes to your whole uh, mom and not being able to, mm -hmm. you know, let go of that. So I found right. that super interesting. The supportive mm -hmm. color there would be red, uh, potentially a chromium, a pro-insulin or a vitamin E issue. Uh, potential causes could be West Nile, could be cervical neck pain. Um, I definitely have that. I have neck spurs. Emotions could be anxiety, betrayal, or disappointment. So they're very – it's funny because I know you, so mm -hmm. it's not like you're some random stranger. So yeah. But I can't make this up. I'm just scrolling, right? I'm mm -hmm. not – Yeah, and, and anxiety would definitely fit for earlier today. Yeah. But on a normal occasion – like I don't have any – like I said, I'm like the sloth. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like this is very situational dependent. Like had we done mm -hmm. this, you know, the last time we did a show, I feel like it would have been totally different. Yeah, 100%. And and the, you know, the insulin thing too, um, when you get really fearful, uh, really anxious, whatever, your insulin levels shoot up, your blood sugar levels get higher. So, right. Because your body you know, thinks you need all, energy. Right. All of that makes complete and total sense. Yeah. Uh, the third one, because remember, there's three that are at the top that we're kind of all aware of. And then the, there's a fourth that we're kind of suppressing. So, the last mm -hmm. one that you're likely aware of is low self esteem versus self accepting, uh, emotions of like guilt shame or unworthiness. Yeah, the guilt thing with my mom. May feel or lead to a reality that love is rejected. 
that's my mom. <laughs> like, I'm like, check, yep, check, 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 check. That's all the situation with my mom. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then the one that is suppressed, and honestly, this one comes up for me a lot, is conflicting beliefs versus congruent beliefs. And so, and remember, it's always an imbalance. So the positive mm-hmm. emotions are typically um, you're focused and completely in the present moment, whereas mm-hmm. the negative emotion is there's a difference between your beliefs and then what you're actually doing. So maybe mm-hmm. you want to be doing something that you're not, mm-hmm. um, a block in an ability for inspiration or faith, feeling ungrounded, um, may have experienced accidents, difficulty at birth, or tra- tragic events leading to the belief that life is hard and dangerous. <laughs> a lot of that's true. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know, a lot of my life story. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So that constant, like, you know, for me, at least it's, I don't feel safe a lot. And so that's yeah. something that I constantly experience. So mm-hmm. uh, the supportive color here is lime. Um, emotions can be in a mental block or emotional inertia. So it's funny that you compare yourself to a sloth because mm-hmm. that's <laughs> like – and so I just – I find it very interesting. Um, it's just – and all that from a little 10-second voice snippet. Mm-hmm. you know. And you always start with I am in your name because that's the most powerful statement that you can say. You're owning who you are. Right. Um, which then brings – side tangent of like the pronouns and like deciding you're a different name or like sorry this is where my mind went for a second (laughs) but like I like I am Elizabeth Rocco right but I've changed my name right I got married so and it was funny because when I did I am Elizabeth Stenson which is what name I was born with versus I am Elizabeth Rocco my married Mm -hmm. name I actually got different scans. Right. I was like, huh. Maybe it's putting different energy into each one. I It must be. It must be. Yeah. Like, they weren't wildly different. Like only one of the things was different. And I don't remember what it is. I'd have to go back and look. But mm-hmm. I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. And you know, um, it's funny that uh, on my reading, it brought up the iron because – uh, I have had multiple times in my life where I was um, highly, highly uh, iron deficient. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have like prescription iron. Yep. Uh, my body does not process prescription iron at all. And so I actually had to get um, like at a uh, natural, you know, health food store, uh, like a different kind of iron supplement that came from it's them. Like and that's the Ferris only thing. or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, I actually had to take that. And so that's, that's funny that that came in because that has been an issue a couple of times. And, and I wouldn't have known that until um, like when I was going to have my back surgery, I had to self-donate blood. And, um, this has been a long time ago. This is not now, but, um, you know, that's when they were like, oh, well, here's the problem. Um, but then finding out years later that because of the heart anomaly that I was born with, that also 
reduces my iron level a lot. So I always can tell when it's getting low because I start to feel like, yeah, uh, yeah, like actually really a sloth. Yeah. It's, it's funny. My husband – and th- this <clears throat> sounds cliche. However, it's not a conscious thing that I do. So I feel like it's my body. I'm just in tune with it. Right. Um, me too. I will start craving red meat to no mm-hmm. end, like right around ovulation and then right around my period. Like I will right. eat anything that used to moo and y'all can be offended by that. That's fine with me. I like um, to eat moo, so it's okay. Yeah. And – uh but like I'll be like and – he'll, and he'll start knowing now because he'll ask me, you know, what are we doing for dinner? And there'll be like five days in a row that we're having red meat. And he's like, all right, I know where you're at. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing though is, you know, when we were talking earlier about, you know, the frequencies and getting your body back in that um, harmonious balance or whatever, I always, always know when something's not right. And yeah. when something's off and that's that, you know, kind of combination of like the self-communication as well as, you know, intuition and, and all of that stuff is that I listen to my body. I know what it's telling me, whether I need something or don't need something or um, like Shannon and I had talked about before, like muscle memory with supplements yep. and, you know, and a lot of people, you know, for the, for the people that are new that haven't heard that before, um, like if you go to take a calcium, a supplement or something like that, um, put it in your hand. And if you need it, your body will move forward. If you don't need it, your body will move backwards. And same thing with like dosing. Like if it tells you to take two and your body's telling you two is too many, try one and see what happens. And your body just unconsciously either goes forward or backwards or stays in the middle. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That muscle testing and things like that. And Mm -hmm. I've done that where I've been, I couldn't quite decide on something. Mm -hmm. And so I just, you know, I sat in a chair and um, I let my body basically sway. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. And it ended up being a, a good decision that, I had made when I leaned forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but even now, like I have supplements that I don't take every day. Right. But like Same. sometimes I'll be like, I'll walk my house like, oh, I need this one. And like I'll just know. Right. Same. Right. And they'll, I'll go months. Sometimes I'll go every day. Like, but I just mm-hmm. know. Right. And I, I don't know how to explain it to people, but it's, I'm very in tune with my body. I can't do it for my husband. I can't do it for my stepdaughter, but I can do it for me and myself. It's kind of like it calls to you. Yes. And I know that sounds weird, but talking about um, frequencies and stuff, even um, things like gemstones, right? Yep. Um, Have frequencies. And they do, like if you're, you know, at a rock shop or something, we actually have... Um, a guy that comes to our farmer's market that has all kinds of, sorry, uh, different stones and stuff. And, you know, I'll stop and look and, and like the very first time that I went there, like the organite stone, like called to me. And for people that don't know, um, organite transforms energy 
into something positive. And so, um, and I, I read this in, in different ways because like being an empath, you're always picking up positive or negative energies from, from people. Um, and so I'm getting, I get a lot of negative stuff, um, while I'm out in public or whatever, because of the people that are around me, but also, um, devices putting off negative energy. And so that organite just like immediately was like, like you need this it's like called to me. And then the second time that I went, um, Rose Quartz jumped out at me and, and that's the love stone. And so, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's the same thing with us with like supplements and stuff. It like tells you that you need it. And I know that sounds woo for people that are not in tune. They're like, ah, man, you guys are batshit nuts. Yeah. But it's really true. Did when I ever you, tell when you? you've got that, go oh, sorry. I was just gonna say when you have that connection, it you know, it makes it easier. So, what's your story? Did I ever tell you about the time that I went to, the first time I went to a crystal shop? Mm -mm. So Mike took me, and at this point, I think crystals are woo woo. I think essential oils are woo woo because um, we were always told that, right? And, right. you know, I was science and I was FDA is good, CDC is good, you know, mm -hmm. uh, th that's where I was. Mm -hmm. And I walk in. Wait, wait. Are you there now? The crystal shop? No. Are you are you there still thinking the CDC and the FDA is? Oh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I've done a total 180. Uh, CDC it does, and FDA do not have our best interest at heart. Pharma mm -hmm. does science with a dollar sign. Um vaccines are absolute poison and I horrified I actually ever worked on them. Um, mm -hmm. I was harming people and killing people, not helping them. Um, and y'all can get mad at me and come at me for that. But, but you, you know, didn't know it, but I didn't know. And yeah. Yeah. yeah same. Okay. So, so yeah, I went so to the crystal shop. I went to the crystal shop with that previous mindset of mm -hmm. everything was, you know, great and FDA was could do no wrong. And mm -hmm. um, this is before the world, just before the world went crazy with COVID. Right. And I walk in and I always knew that like I was sensitive to other people's emotions, but I didn't call myself an empath. I didn't know, I didn't have words for the things I experienced. Right. Um, and I walk in and my crystal's labradorite. Mm -hmm. You put a piece of labradorite somewhere and I'm always going to hone in on that thing. Mm -hmm. And I like beeline for this labradorite heart and it was in a case and I asked to see it. I was like, can I just hold it? And the lady's like, sure. So I'm walking around the shop and it's not a very big shop. It's small. Mm -hmm. And I'm holding it in my hand and it fits perfectly in my right hand and I'm just holding it um, and I can't put it down. And Mike's just kind of watching me. And someone asks if they can see it or they want to get the price sticker because, you know, we decide we want to buy it or something. Um, we weren't going to leave yet. And I said, sure. And I've been holding it for maybe five minutes. And it was a stone kind of like this. This is, this is carnelian. But, mm -hmm. I mean, it was a bigger stone, okay, because it fit in the entire palm on my hand. It wasn't a little stone. Right. And I hand it over and the lady looks at me and she's like, clearly this called to you. And I was like, mm -hmm. what? And she hands it to Mike and he's like, holy shit. When a stone calls to me, apparently I make them super hot. 
pot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that, like, I wasn't trying to. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, right. But I made it really hot. So then Mike had – he was going to get a couple things and we are getting ready to leave. And I feel like I want to throw a temper tantrum like I'm two. And he's like – and I'm, like, trying to articulate to him. But, like, once again, I don't have words for – I have a calling for a stone. Like Right. I'm still not in this mindset. I think me heating up labradorite is a fluke. Um, and he's like, "What?" He's like, what, "What's going on?" You know, use your words. Yeah, kind of like use your words. <laughs> like, what's going on? What's going on? And I was like, "I don't know." Like, I think. And so then the shop over shop owner comes over and bless her. She was so sweet. She's like, "Is there something here that you think that you need?" I was like, yeah, like that, like that's it. That that's the feeling. Mm-hmm. She goes, okay. So I slowly start to walk around this store, and I'm I end up in front of this display case, and it had like it was like two shelves. But then there was like it was full of stuff, so it was hard to determine for me what exactly it was. Right. But this was like a thirty minute process, and I finally ended up picking out this rose quartz pendulum. Mm-hmm. And once I had it, I was fine. That temper tantrum-y feeling went away. Mm-hmm. And I we get in the car and I'm like embarrassed that I'm acting this way and I'm not understanding <laughs> what's happening. And I was like a two-year-old, like, <laughs> I need this toy. And once I had it, I was happy. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what just happened? I don't act mm-hmm. like this. This is not me. Right. So Mike basically had to take me home and sit down and explain to me that you know Mm -hmm. i'm an empath and i can sense crystals and you know all this other stuff and i'm like at the time i was like that's a bunch of bs but okay like sure like Mm -hmm. i've since changed my mind on that um yeah and it's funny that you too were drawn to the rose quartz and to me what i think that is in my life is it's that's my grounding stone um that is like my, almost kind of like my messenger stone as well that this is this is what you're supposed to lead through and this is like the chakra that you're supposed to lead with and and whatnot and that's what i think that is for me but it's funny that you were talking about the labradite because that is especially making the stones hot that's energy transfer oh yeah like a hundred percent and same thing, you know, with our body frequencies and, and the whole nine yards, that's an energy transfer that was necessary for you at that time. And you were putting basically power into the stone. Yeah. Like, I, I like, I still remember that and, uh, I still have it. Um, mm-hmm. the laboratory heart I do, you know, I'll pick up from time to time. The rose quartz pendulum it's interesting. Um, haven't really used. And I do have pieces that I pick up that I feel like I'm called to, but then I bring them home and they sit on my shelf. Mm-hmm. And what I've realized is I'm more of a conduit for it right. where like, you know, I pick it up because I see it at a store, but really eventually it's meant to get to you, Janet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I'm just that middleman to get it to you. Um, Or whatever that looks like. So I don't know if that's what that piece is. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And then 
but now during podcasts because I need to fidget, I play with this very large piece <laughs> of carnelian. Um, but I didn't know why because I have a ton of other crystals in front of me. But it, I always mm-hmm. play with carnelian. And it one helps you get grounded. Two helps your creative juices. And if you get nervous because you're speaking or singing or things like that, it's good for that. Mm-hmm. I'm not – do you remember what I told you when you first had me on your podcast? That you were never going to have a show? That I was never going to have my own podcast because I didn't mm-hmm. want to. I was too nervous. Right. Okay. Well, I, I do now. Um, <laughs> but I still get nervous. <clears throat> yeah. So I play with my carnelian now when I'm on a podcast and I'm well, totally fine. And you know what it is too? Um, like for me, like I'm, I've done it for so long that I don't get nervous at all unless it is a specific person. And I can't explain it. It's no person in general yeah, um, yeah. that I'm thinking about. But I think that it's that person's energy that's like coming at me. Yeah. That makes me like a little off kilter and a little off balance, if if you know what I mean. Yep, I do. Yeah. And it's like, oh, looking at my calendar, like I'm supposed to have so-and-so on, you know, tomorrow or whatever. And then yep. like I'll just have this like a wave wash over me and I'm like, okay, really nervous and I don't know why. Can't explain it. Yeah. And it's just whatever that person's energy is. Yeah. Yeah. Are the times that you're nervous, do you end up, do you feel like you have a uh, less productive or poor, like whatever term you want to use, podcast? Yes. Lower quality podcast, I guess. The two times um, that that has happened to me, um, both the people had really not good. Um, energy and it's not like what they were speaking about or anything it's mm-hmm. just like reading their energy you know the one person because you and I have yep. had this conversation lately about that person um, and the other one made my energy so uh, like scattered um, and it's almost like it fragmented me their energy was that way. It was very fragmenting. And so, yeah, it was just not a, um, not anything that was normal for me. So, yeah. How do you feel about that? Oh, no, I agree. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I grew a tail. <laughs> Ellie, put that back in your pants. No. I know. <laughs> I'm surprised. Uh, cause usually my one cat shows his butthole every time we record, but yeah, he hasn't been up here. Well, and I mean, even cats too, when they purr, right? They always say that, you know, the, the purring is healing, whether it's to you or to them Correct. or both. Correct. Um, so. Well, and it's funny um, because we have two cats um, and one of them, I always say, has the magical kitty tummy. And the reason why I say that, and I don't know what it is, but ever since he was a baby, um, he sleeps on a pillow next to me lays right up against me. And I have to put like my hand up between his back legs onto his stomach. Yep. And that's how he sleeps. And so anytime, like if I have a migraine or, you know, whatever, which I don't get sick very often with anything, Yeah. but when I'm not feeling right or feeling out of balance, 
I can touch his stomach and it's gone. Like whatever's going on with me goes away. That's why I called it the magical Tigani tummy. <laughs> so my cat is Katniss and my dog is Desi. And uh, we've had Katniss. I had Katniss before I met Mike. And uh, he, the first time he met her, he's like, she's a magical cat. And it, mind you, at this point, I'm still in the magic and crystals and everything else is woo-woo BS. Mm-hmm. Um, but now if we go to the crystal shop or whatever – she, we can't get it past a certain point in our house and she has to inspect it inspect basically it. Mm-hmm. before it's allowed into the house. She is right. the energy 5D sensor. guardian, mm-hmm. energy guardian. Yep. Desi is our 3D guardian. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's so interesting. It's so interesting. Yeah. And it's funny that um, like different, different animals, different people are all on um, very different like frequencies themselves and pick up very different energies. And I think that's why um, like a lot of times when, when kids and whatever have um, run-ins with like shadow beings or, you know, spirits or ghosts or whatever term people want to use for things. um, Kids are a conduit for energy at that age, um, especially really young and so that's why, um, because their third eye is open. And so they're open to that, you know, communication and, and stuff on a deeper level than what we are. But that's also why there's some human beings as adults that are very, um, like in tune, like us to people's energies or, or things like that is because like we've done that work. You've definitely had a lot of transformation since the first time we talked because you're like, oh, no, I don't know. Like, if I believe that because, you know, science. (laughs) Yeah, like, and it's, I mean, I don't even know what episode that was. But I feel like if you go back and listen to that episode Mm -hmm. versus now, it's just, like, pharma for me now has a very small sliver and it has its mm-hmm. time and place and basically it's emergency trauma situations percent. Uh-huh. but beyond that like I really I, you know I, I don't go mm-hmm. um, I'd much rather use my crystals and my homeopathics and my oils and now my soul 100% like yep. you know and Mike knows how to do Reiki and I do Reiki and I do IET and like that's what we use now. Right. Um, and-, and that's, to me, that is, is so much more of a, a healthy, um, you know, thing to have in your back pocket. Then it's funny because um, I had a good friend that contacted me over the long weekend. It was like, I'm having massive tooth pain and, you know, whatever. And should I take this antibiotic that he yeah. found? And I'm like, no. Here's what you should do, you know? And so he's like, that's, that's like amazing. He's like, I don't even know like why that worked or how that worked, but it worked, you know? And it's like, for me, like anything that I can do to take care of on my own is so much better because it, it has that positive energy attached to it instead of the negative stuff from the pharma meds so. yeah and i mean 
garlic. I know you're allergic, uh, mm-hmm. but garlic is great if you start to feel sick. Oregano, mm-hmm. whether it's essential oils, they also make um, like oregano gel capsules. It's like by mm-hmm. it's like by Northwest Botanicals or something. I've seen them on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's like it's type in like super oregano or something. You'll find it. Um, I love oregano oil. Yeah, and it's but it's great and it's a natural, mm-hmm. basically an antibiotic. Right. Um, clove, if you have tooth pain, clove essential oil. That's exactly what I you told know, him. Go, and he's like, I don't have any essential oil. And I'm like, do you have any cloves, period? And he said, yes. And he's like, I have ground clove. And I'm like, cool, go rub some ground a, clove. Yeah. I'm like, pack a bunch of ground clove in between your gum and that tooth. And he did. And it literally took like 10 minutes and the pain was gone. Yep. It's like a natural so, aura gel. Yeah. Yep, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, the herbs, the essential oils, the spices, mm-hmm. the uh, – what do you think people did beforehand? Like Exactly. They didn't go to CVS and pick up a, a script. Yeah. But what I've, what I've honestly found too is if you're – if you're already taking a lot of pharma, and this is just for me, mm-hmm. the essential oils and stuff, people say mm-hmm. they don't work as well. But if right. you're cleaner, detoxed, not on a ton of pharmaceuticals, correct, then people will be like, yeah, this works really well. And mm-hmm. so I now have to ask that when they're like, oh, it didn't work. I'm like, okay, but are you on any pharma? And that's not trying right. to you know, say that they're bad or mm-hmm. wrong for being on pharma, right. but it's going to work differently in your body. Right. And it does because it, again, messes with you know, the harmony of your system, the energy, the frequency that you're on and a lot of pharma stuff because it is toxic and it has heavy metals and and things like that. And it, it changes your frequency or your vibration, your energy level. And so you don't get that um, natural path to healing when that happens um, because it keeps, it keeps your energy at a stagnant pace and so you you can't move past that for them to work right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, darling, I love you to pieces. Do you have anything else to add today? Um, I don't. Do you mind if I tell them where they can find my show? No, not at all. So I do have my own podcast, even though on the first episode that I was with Janet, I swear I would never have my own. <laughs> <laughs> but she does, and it's but awesome. I do. Um, it's called the speed bumps podcast and it's on Google, Spotify, Apple, and I'd appreciate any good reviews. Um, Mm -hmm. and I just talked to people about their speed bumps in life. Their first episode, I tell my story, Janet's on there. She was one of the first, uh, after mine. And I just talked to people about their life stories. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be necessarily your traumas. Um, I've talked to people about starting a homestead, starting a podcast, uh, Mm-hmm. The fact that their parents divorced when they were kids, like, it doesn't have to be this crazy trauma thing. Um, but I started it because I was actually going to write my autobiography entitled Speed Bumps, realized everyone has a story. And so I just want to mm-hmm. give people a platform. You do not have to have a podcast. I love the regular people. Um, Same. They have some of the best stories. So. Same. If you're interested in that, one of the best ways to reach out to me is on Instagram. I am one O N E thumb E L one thumb L, and 
if you want to talk to me about essential oils or the Solex machine or anything like that, find me on Instagram. Uh, you can also find all my links at campsite.bio slash one thumb L. And I am one thumb L because I only have one thumb. You want to hear more about that? Go listen to the first episode of my podcast. Exactly. <laughs> that was beautiful, beautiful, thank beautiful. You, thank you. And um, for listeners that are new, uh, Elle has been on my show multiple times. Love her to pieces. We are really good friends. So make sure you go find her show. Um, make sure you stalk her on Instagram in a nice <laughs> way. Um, not as a creepy way, not as a devotee. Don't do that. Yeah, don't, um, yeah, don't be a devotee. Yeah, no. So uh, go follow her stuff. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, comment, download. Um, she's a wonderful person, beautiful soul, and has a lot of great advice, um, great healing techniques that she can do. So make sure you get hooked up with her. So final words for you today, my dear. I just want to thank you for having me on and I appreciate you and I love you. And I love that we like actually <laughs> chat in real life and these exactly. conversations just happen to be recorded. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and boy, do we have some conversations. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> oh, boy. So um, for me, I really, really appreciate each and every person that listens, watches, um, and has, you know, stuck it out with me over the years and everything. So thank you for your support. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, download all mine too. Um, <laughs> yes. Haven't got a comment for a while. So somebody go do that. It makes me happy. Um, anyway, anybody that's new watching and listening, whatever, check out the Roku TV um app on patriot podcast network you can find deplorable nation on every podcast platform um also on actual activists with an s on the end.com so make sure you check those out you can stalk me on instagram at deplorable janet you can find me on twitter at no janet k-n-o-w and be nice to each other love one another and do some research into healing frequencies because, you know, it never hurts to try something. And if you can throw away that pharma stuff and go for a natural healing approach, that's so much better. So go look up Selfeggio scale, look up your chakras, your find out what's going on with you and your body and get yes. in tune with that. So. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Miss L, again for joining me today. Love you guys very much. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.